Dory and Sadie Follick. Welcome to the Share Chair. Thank you for having us. This is really fun to me to talk to the two yeah. of you twins today uh, because I myself have twins and like I'm curious about the twin world. Not that you have anything to compare it to because yes. you've always had a twin, yeah. but what is it like to have a twin? I've always loved it. I always thought it was something special about us and so when we were little I would remember we would always be dressed the same and I knew that Sadie never liked that but I, <laughs> I loved it and I thought we were so sweet. Do you, is that right, you didn't like it from earliest memory? You didn't like being dressed as a twin? Like yeah. you dressed the same? I didn't like people getting us confused. Hmm. Yeah. We still, oh. sometimes people will still get us confused and Oh, we look nothing alike. <laughs> yeah. Like when we were two, we were born in Fremont. What really gets you, like, excited, the two of you? We both love to sing. We're in choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you what? in the Bella, Bella Voce? Della I'm in Voce? Bella Voce. Bella Voce? I'm in Vogue Ensemble. Okay. So at some point, so okay, I know that our uh, whoever listens can't see you. But Sadie, you have pink hair. You have you have like some things that make you uh, look or whatever you have eccentric. A sick, nose, sick nose ring. You got a, really a sick cool nose, nose ring. ring. That I'm jealous of. And Jory, you you don't have pink hair, and you don't have <laughs> right a, no, a sick nose ring, and you, <laughs> you so, have a sick nose. So at what point? Middle school, we started. I, I grew out my bangs. It was a big step for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we wrapped yeah. the bangs for quite a long time. Together you yeah. did? We had bobs and bangs. It was not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> so middle school we started uh, dressing apart, like finding our own styles, I guess you could say. And then high school, definitely, Sadie started dyeing her hair. I think I, yeah, I was like 12. I was like, wow, bangs aren't a good look. So that, I grew them out. <laughs> and also... Um, I didn't like people calling me Jory. I was like, I have to make it so we don't look as similar. Even I'm a natural hair color, blonde, and I just felt like that did not fit my personality, so I decided to dye it. Mm -hmm. What color did you start with? What was the first dye job? Blue. Blue. Mm -hmm. yeah. I dyed her hair yep. the first time. Jory dyed really? In, in our little bathroom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 12 o'clock at night, and we went to Meyer. And then we just got some blue hair dye. Yeah. We just did it. She wanted a change, so <laughs> we did. A couple of years ago, our parents got divorced, and I think that's been really good. It's been a really good thing for them, but also for us, um, because we see how they are better. They they just weren't meant to be together anymore. Yeah, whenever people ask me, I'm like, it was a happy divorce, which it sounds really weird, but they still still don't hate each other, and it didn't really affect me because it's not like we like moved really far away. We stayed in Spring Lake, and it really and we'd moved before, so it didn't seem like that much of a problem. And I also I was anticipating it yeah. before they told us, so I, w I was kind of prepared. A lot of different circumstances that go, so many different situations that happen when people get divorced, and nobody really has any idea what what that specific person's family is actually like. What did you learn about relationships because of the divorce? And it was very <laughs> easy, an easy divorce for my mom was because um, she came out as a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really hard on my dad, but my mom is so much better off and my dad is now too, they're both really happy. And 
I just, so that really helped me learn a lot more about different types of relationships and yeah. stuff. And I feel like it really kind of broadened our horizons. I went to Hope College on Friday, and I love it, and I love the school, but it's so much like Spring Lake. Um, and that's something I worry about, like that I want to broaden my horizons even more than what I already know and see different cultures uh, other than just little Spring Lake. So that's something that personally I want to change in my life. So the divorce was a good change. Have you had any weird reactions, like people reacting to you in either positive or negative ways because of, because You've dyed your hair. We were yeah, there's definitely been positive. Like people are like, "Oh, your hair is so cool," and like you're different. But I've also had people like, "Oh, she's just trying to be different," and I'm just like, uh, "No." <laughs> I've also um, teachers will treat me differently. Obviously, not you, but I have had teachers treat me differently um, because of it. My hair darker colors oh, earlier black. in the year, and people did not talk to me and when I dyed it pink I've had a lot more kids I don't talk to come up to me and I'm like please don't talk to me because I'm really shy so I'm like I don't approach me I'm scared of you but I guess I look more approachable with pink hair so just I won't use the name but um well, a teacher accused, accused me of talking and it wasn't me it was the person next to me and she goes oh well you really can't blame me since you look like that and I was like that's not okay and I said that yes I'm still a good student. I should everyone stand up for themselves when they need to. When I was younger, even like last year, I did not stand up for myself and I was really unhappy and I there was a lot of people who I thought didn't like me because I didn't stand up for myself and I've started to do that a lot more and I feel much happier, I feel more confident with myself. And it's not being like rude, it's just being assertive and like being respectful of yourself and the other person. And I feel like it's really helped me. You read a really great piece of writing at the writing recital for creative writing. Any experience I have, I like to talk about so if I can help anyone else. Great. Um, those were like short descriptions of people that I met over the summer when I was inpatient in a psychiatric hospital. And it was kind of, um, I was kind of trying to go against the stigma of like mental illness that even though all these people are um, deemed by society like quote unquote crazy, they were some of the nicest people I'd ever met. Mm -hmm. During Sadie's time, I don't know how long that was, how long, I, do, I don't know how long in the you hospital. were in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, only in the hospital yeah. for like 11, for only 11 days. Okay. But then we go back to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like and day, day programs. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm curious um, about your response to that or your reaction mm -hmm. or your support or your concern or your fear. Like anyone would expect, it was shocking. I never thought that I'd be without her. Like, I couldn't be with her for that long. And... Uh, a lot of people, especially, well, I didn't know anything about uh, different disorders like depression or eating disorders. And so I was so scared that I had no idea what was going on in there. Like, I had no idea what she was going through or what the other people 
in there were going to be like. Mm -hmm. And I was just so scared that when she got out, she would be like a different person or she wouldn't be any better. So I was just always worried about that. But then once I got to go in there and talk to her therapist and and just over time, I've learned more about all the different uh, mental illnesses. Mental illnesses, and well, not not just mental illnesses and other things mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And so I have a better understanding. I did attempt suicide, mm -hmm. and I have anorexia and severe depression. And so I was going to like a day program for it, and I just wasn't getting better. And so I went into inpatient. So you stay there 24-7, you live there, and I was terrified because I've watched American Horror Story Asylum. I was like, oh no, they're going to shock me, they're going to stab me with needles and stuff. But it's not like that at all. Like, there's windows, it's colorful, there's carpet, it's like, it's not cement walls, and the people there are really nice and stuff. And The people there are so educated in their fields, and they... They know their stuff, and they know what's best right now to help all they can. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great experience for me. It was eye-opening, and at the same time, it just extremely helpful to see that there was other people yes. very similar to me. And it was great to talk with them and with the doctors and the therapy people. That was, it was really great. You had any advice? for people just because you said especially you were comfortable with talking about your experience experiences with mental illness in case you wanted to help anyone if anyone heard it which i think is so noble it's amazing <laughs> you were very no, it's wise. Really be educated about what you're going to be dealing with or talking about and don't talk about something if you don't know what you're saying <laughs> yes. you think it's yeah. you think it's common sense but I, it's yeah. not but it's, it's not advice it's really not. i guess if you are struggling with a mental illness or a disorder, uh, I know it's going to sound really cliche, but you need to tell someone. Because I, for a while, I was like, I'll get over it, I can deal with it. And I didn't, and it got worse. And you think you're going to tell someone, and they won't understand. They probably won't, because if they're not going through it, you're not going to understand. But they will try and help you, and you do need to get help. And there are people who will not judge you, and there are people who will understand if you find the right person. And that's just a really important thing to do. Thanks for nice. being on the Share Share <laughs> too. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Share Share. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at the Share Share. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at 203-505 at springlakestudents.org.